0: Hello everyone. Welcome again. Pastor Deborah here. Yeah, we're in another one of the wonderful, wonderful stories, episodes of The Light of Love. This new network channel of Agape Love, Love Is Here's ministry is for you. It's sort of the beginning, the stepping out of the darkness. But first, I had to come into the darkness and find you. And we want to give a big thanks to Zoom Pro and to Pixabay for this wonderful motion video. In this video, you see all those little circles? They represent you out in the land of darkness everywhere. And there were so many of you. So here in this part, number three. Of helping you the Lord's way. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more. About how I learned. How to hear. Your silent cries. How to see you. Out here in the vastness. Of darkness. And you will learn a lot. About yourself. And the great hope there is for you. When you allow. a Godly love. To touch you and reach you. And you to reach for it, because it's come looking for you. Mm -hmm. So welcome to this, number three, the light of love video for you. Mm -hmm. I am Pastor Deborah. I'm a pastor. I'm a spiritual mother to many. Even now, today, out here in your world of darkness and trances, abuse. So welcome, and let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us all here, from every galaxy, every planet and solar system, into your garden, the place of your presence and pleasure, the place where you are, the place where we all began, and the place that we lost but we're searching for through every way. Father, we know that you want to be with us. You want to touch us, love us, hug us, teach us and train us. Not through fear and torment, but through love. So, Father, help us in this video. Let your Holy Spirit be our teacher for our spirits, our forever person. Help us to learn that the light of love has come and it is here and it will not hurt them. Father, help them for they need all the help you can give them. They've lived in fear and torment and trances and multiple personalities, disassociation, out of body experiences, great abuse, physically, sexually, mentally. They've been driven by culture and tradition. And even curses and generations. Father, help me through you to reach them for you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right. This one's going to have, once again, several stories to help you understand me. And the power of a God beloved that I bring to you. And that I was anointed to bring to you in words and deeds. Yeah, I got spiritually anointed to be a spiritual mama. And I knew early on you'd be coming to me in the spirit, talking to me, asking me questions, coming through people. Because your spirit was searching, seeking the light of love. So I want to begin first with a sort of dedication I wrote to the book called Silent Cries. And that's going to be on another network channel, The Hidden Kingdoms. It's a little bit graphic and has a lot of horrible stories to it. And I don't want to put all of those on this network channel. This is to be one where the light of love is reaching out. When I put the Silent Cries book up, It will be very graphic. And all I'm going to be doing is reading stories, letters, poems, testimonies from people that the light of love have touched. I may put some on this one, but this one is to reach you with hope and not to be too graphic for you. So this is called Silent Cries, Voices Out of the Darkness. Silent Cries is dedicated to God, the Most High, the Father of all creation, the Father of all spirits, the Father of light, and who is love himself, and to Christ Jesus, his only begotten Son, his word, that he made flesh so he could walk among us on our planets. In a dirt body. And he. Could talk to us. Touch us. And communicate with us. The only way. That we could understand. At the time. For we were just flesh. We were not yet. Spiritually alive. Unto him. Christ Jesus. Became the living word. Of God. To us. Who walked among us. Talked to us. In the dirt body. Of Jesus. Long ago. This Christ Jesus. Had to do something. To help us. And his father. He had to sacrifice himself. On a cross. Called. Calvary. On the hill of Golgotha. For he had taken all. Of the sin of Adam. The sin of rebellion. and Being a traitor. And all of our evil. And our wickedness. That we had done to ourselves and others. Upon himself. For it was the only way. To judge sin. And death. And he was the designated one. To pay the price. On a cross of death. He was designated. Assigned and purposed for this purpose. To be the sacrificial one for all of us. Then, by having the sin of Adam, being a traitor, and all our sins upon him, from that original sin, he was able to enter into hell itself, because that was the only way you could get in. Even though his spirit was sinless, he was covered. He had taken on himself the sin of a traitor, rebellion, and all the sins of humanity. And then he did business in hell. And this act of love was to cleanse all humanity. All human spirits who were made originally in the image and likeness of God in Adam, in man, and placed in the garden of Eden. Well, he went down. He descended into hell. And then he made a show of Satan himself, the devil. And he got the keys of hell, death, and the grave back. Once the sin was removed from him by the Holy Spirit. For his spirit had never sinned against his father. So he was innocent. But he had to get down there in a cloak of sin. And he took back the keys of hell, death, and the grave from Satan. Who at one time was the keeper of the keys. The keeper of all those who were of the sin nature who were traitors to God he was to imprison them keep them away from the presence of God was Christ Jesus went back into hell itself and said we want the keys of hell death and the grave back turning your seal your keys of authority I take them back Because there is no more sin now. Between God and humanity. Well Satan didn't like that. So in this silent Christ. Stories that I'm going to tell you. God made a way for you. To come out. Of the darkness. Then Christ Jesus took those keys. And unlocked the doors. The prison doors. Of all those. That had died before the cross all the way back to Adam and woman and throughout the generations that followed them and he said come with me get in my train I'm ascending unto the father for what you had believed in and what you were told in the prophecy in Genesis that one would come the seed of the woman and would crush the head of the serpent His authority on earth. I've come. Now come with me back into the presence of God. So off they went. But on his way up, he stopped by the grave to speak to a precious woman named Mary Magdalene. She had been a prostitute, maybe like many of you, sold into slavery, abused, just a slave. But she had found this light of love herself. And it began changing her. Her dress changed. Her love. Her money. Her hate. Her revenge. It all faded away. And all she saw was this love of this young man. Christ Jesus. Not in a sexual way. But a way she couldn't even talk about. And she became a disciple. A follower. So here she was three days after his death on a cross at his tomb, crying and crying for the loss of the one person, the one man who loved her, not for sex, not for what he could use her for, but made her feel clean, pure. She was there crying for him. And he showed up and told her the good news that he had, defeated death, and was on his way back up to his father to go and tell her brothers, all the other disciples, the men who were too afraid to come to the grave. They lived in fear of death, but not Mary. Mary's love for this Christ Jesus was so powerful and she wasn't going to let go. So through the power of the Holy Spirit, all of this was done for the great king of the kingdom of heaven. And his son, the word made flesh, reaching out through the light of love, comforting and teaching all who would accept him, believe in him and come to him. Silent cries is a testimony of this great love of God, the most high, for he sent his son into this dark world, into your world of darkness this world on your planet. a evil and wicked, horrible, abusive, fearful, where death rules and reigns, where jealousy and money are the gods. He came to save that which was lost to him. His precious creation called you, called man, not a gender, but a Spiritual species, the forever person, who was made originally in his image of a God, one with authority and dominion. And after his likeness, agape, love his mother's side, he had come through the cross, through hell itself, to find you. You who were spiritually dead to him because of the sins of Adam and your sins and the blackness of your heart. You were spiritually dead to him, separated, but he still loved you. Oh, he loved you just the way you were, but he knew he had to change you. He had to birth you again. And he would. Because he had. Had to have you. His love was so powerful. Many thousands of years he tried to help us. He cried out to us in dreams and visions through nature, and we rejected him. You study history. Silent Cries taught me to look at ancient civilizations. Now our soul was trying to find some God, but we found gods, polygods, mini-gods. Animals were gods. Everything was a God. But God was working behind the scenes in the darkness and the spirit. We who were dead to him spiritually. Yet we were living. We were living in darkness. The kingdom of Satan. We were confused. Our consciousness were seared over. We were filled with confusion and lust, hate, ignorance, but he still was reaching. We were living in what you might call the land of Nod, on the east of Eden, living as Cain, a murderer of his own brother, who'd been cast out with the very presence of God himself. Let's listen to what happened to Cain, the firstborn of Adam, And this woman, whose name now was Eve, the mother of all living, and the only thing living was the flesh. The spirit was dead to God, hidden, sunk deep inside of the flesh. And their firstborn in this condition, after being kicked out of the garden in the presence of God, his name was Cain. And he became jealous of his younger brother, Abel. Because God accepted his sacrifice of a lamb. And not Cain's sacrifice of grains and wheat. And that's another whole teaching. So Cain became jealous and plotted to kill his brother Abel. And he did. Lured him out into the fields just to talk to him. Picked up a rock and killed him. Spilled his blood on the earth. And the earth became angry. And the earth itself Cursed Cain and all of humanity for shedding of human blood on it. You wonder why nature is attacking us. You wonder why the world is in a mess and people are talking about climate change so much. The earth has cursed us. It is against us because of all of our violence towards nature and animals Resources and each other. I tell many people, many pastors, to go and ask the earth, the weather, the animals to forgive us. For we have shed blood on it. We misuse it and abuse it. So the earth cannot bring forth its blessings, resources to us. Even the weather is against us. Sometimes you wonder why there's so much storms and and then there's famines. Then there's drought. Sometimes it's God. Sometimes it's Satan from the kingdom of darkness. Sometimes it's the earth itself responding to our evil, wicked, violent lives. Mm -hmm. So through Cain came the curse from the earth. Yes, the earth has power the earth speaks to God it was God's creation still belongs to him it's a mess mm-hmm. so I want you to hear from the word of God from Genesis 4 12 through 16 the consequences of allowing death and sin when you kill a neighbor to violate the law of a God love. That Cain did, and how death came into Cain, which brought sickness and disease and brought death into the world of humanity. Genesis 4 12 through 16. A fugitive and a vagabond shall you be, Cain, in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment. It's greater than I can bear. This was what happened after he killed Abel. Because God even came down and asked him, what did you do? Where's your brother? And Cain said, am I my brother's keeper? Is it any of my business? I don't care. Many of you are like that. You've killed other people. And you don't want to be responsible for it. You've lied, deceived, abused, animals, the planet, pollute. You're the one destroying, but you won't change. Oh, many think that everybody else is wrong, but not them. So Cain goes on and speaking to the Lord. Behold, you have driven me out this day from the face of the earth. That means The earth is no longer my friend. It is no longer a blessing to me. I'm an enemy to the earth. And the earth will be against us. And it is. And from your face shall I be hid. From your presence, your delight. And I shall be a fugitive. That means you have done crime. You're on the run from punishment and a vagabond owning nothing. Sort of like a gypsy, just traveling, always moving, running, hiding. No place to call my own in the earth. And it shall come to pass, Cain said, that everyone that finds me shall slay me. You'll have a fear of death from everywhere you go. Fear of death from others will be dominating you. And the Lord said unto him, Oh, that therefore whoever slays Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. What that meant is that nobody had the right to kill Cain except God Himself. Only God. So when man kills man. You're going against God's own words. Vengeance is the punishment that will occur. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, Lest any man finding him should kill him. It was a spiritual mark. Oh yes, Satan can see it. It's on you. He has no right to kill you. Spiritually. Remember this is all spirit. It's nothing to do with the flesh. And Cain. Went out from the presence of the Lord. And dwelt in the land of Nod. On the east of Eden. On the east. Of the pleasure. And delight. Of the garden. The place of God's pleasure. Genesis 4. 12 through 16. That's you. Out on the east of Eden. In the land of Nod. Silent Christ is dedicated to a father. Whose great love. For his spiritual creation. Called man. Man was not a male or a female at the beginning. It was the spiritual being. The forever person. Who would have a dirt body of a male to begin with. And out from the male came the wombed man. The man, the spirit being, who would carry the womb to bring forth another dirt body. In our beginning, we were eternal. We had the Holy Spirit connected to the God, his kingdom. He could talk to us and walk with us. We could hear him and see him. We were in a relationship as a father and child. It was beyond our comprehension. Little children out of the womb. They don't know. They just are. And they have people around them that say they're mama and papa. And of course, we don't know what that means at that time. Mm-hmm. Our brains are processing it. But this great love, this agape love that God is, was, and had, and extended toward us, was beyond our comprehension. It was so long suffering for us. It was kind. It envied not, it wasn't jealous of us, it wanted to see us prosper and grow and to become like him, on earth and out into other galaxies. It didn't lift itself up in pride. It wasn't puffed up. It did not behave itself, unseemly, wrongly, evil, wicked. It did not seek her own, but yours. It was not easily provoked, long-suffering, Now, it had to go away many times from us to sort of calm down. It thought no evil towards us. It rejoices not in the iniquity and the evil that we do or in evil itself. But instead, it rejoices in the truth. It bears all things towards us. It believes all things are possible does not give up hope and it hopes all things can be accomplished and done. It endures all things for us, for all of creation. It never fails. It is perfect. And it is the greatest gift of the father, the king of the kingdom of heaven for all life especially us, for God himself is love, is the light of love. Silent cries, all that you're going to hear, is dedicated to this loving God, this Father, and to his Son, Christ Jesus, the living word, the one who will save his people. The Christ, the anointed king, the word made flesh called the son of man and the son of God who was sent into the world of great darkness. He was sent out here with you, took on your form of flesh, walked among us, spoke to us, demonstrated to us. The love of the father. The father himself could speak through this young man. Would call you children. This young man, Christ Jesus, was sent into our world of great darkness. To proclaim to us this good news of peace towards all of us. From the father. And here is what this young man said after he was anointed and the first sermon he ever gave in his hometown, Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. He got up in his synagogue in his hometown after he came out of the wilderness, passed his test against Satan and lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. He came out preaching and teaching and declaring, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. People didn't know what that meant. So here he is. He got up to read the scriptures and they turned to Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. And here's what this young man, Jesus the Christ said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken hearted. To proclaim liberty, freedom to the captive. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And the day of vengeance of our God. Yes, that vengeance that God said belonged to him when he was speaking to Cain. To comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. That means mourn inside of themselves. To give unto them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, so that they might be called the spiritual trees of spiritual righteousness, the spiritual planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Then he sat down and he said, today in your hearing has this scripture been fulfilled. They knew what that meant. He was saying he was the one that the spirit of God was upon. That he was going to do all of this. He was the one they had been waiting for. And he is the one that your heart. Has been waiting for. He and his father has come. They're coming through me. Through these words. Through these stories. Through this network. They have come. Into your darkness. Silent cries. Is always. And forever dedicated. To the most high God. Of the kingdom. Of heaven. And his great love. Of you. His spiritual image and likeness that got perverted through iniquity and sin called man. Not a sexual male, but a spirit being, the forever person. And this video is to let you know he has come with his love that has not waned and that is more powerful than your fears and darkness. He has come into your world with the light of love. And he wanted you to know that. Mm -hmm. I want you to hear some more words before we go any farther. From an ancient king of Israel. I had to study you and learn about your cries of your heart. I had to learn to find you. I didn't know where you were yet. But he was beginning to help me hear your silent cries. He took me to Psalms 57, 4 through 6 of the authorized King James Bible. This was written by the second king of ancient Israel, King David. And it's entitled, Lions, Fire, Spears, and Arrows. This was going to help me. To understand you. And your heart. Your mind. Your circumstances. What you were silently saying. Crying. Hoping for. And what your condition was. Verse 4. My soul is among lions. And I lie. Even among them. That set me on fire. Even the sons of man. Men. People I thought loved me. Whose teeth are spears and arrows. That means their words. And their physical teeth as well. And their spiritual teeth. Yes, spirits have teeth. And their tongue a sharp sword. Their words cut me. Their words imprison me. Hurt me, abuse me. Verse 5. Be you spiritually exalted, O oh God, above the heavens. Let your spiritual glory be above all the earth. David knew about this God from his early years as a child. Mm-hmm. Many of you have heard, but it's been perverted, twisted, abused. Many of you have never heard of him, but he's heard of you and he's heard. Your silent cries. And he taught me, Pastor Deborah, how to see you and hear you, know where you were, and to learn how to travel to your world. Verse 6. They have spiritually prepared a spiritual net for my steps. My soul is spiritually bowed down. They have spiritually digged a spiritual pit before me. Into the spiritual mist. Whereof they are spiritually fallen themselves. David was helping me to hear you. And see you. Understand your mind. Your thoughts. The people around you. I had to know all of this. As a spiritual mama. As a pastor. As a warrior. So I could help you. Then he gave me a poem called From Slavery to Freedom so that I would understand him and his great agape love for you. Children, you will all spiritually live. The long spiritual wait is over. My spiritual agape love and light can spiritually touch you that is what Isaiah was telling us he had come and what he was going to do my spiritual agape love and light will spiritually heal you Isaiah just told us that my spiritual agape love and light is spiritually real you will all spiritually come to know that my love And light is here in your world. Step out of your darkness, your ignorance, your fears, and into my agape love and light. The Heavenly Father, God, the Most High, agape love himself. Step out of the darkness, your ignorance and fear, and into the presence of light. Truth and life. God was helping me through the word. Through movies. I had to learn. And I was learning. So you be encouraged. The light of love has come. and I want to end this video. Right here. Before we go any further. Because the next part of. The light of love. Is going to be a story. A true testimony from Pastor Deborah, Called So Many Hands just so many hands I had to have personal experience in finding you I had to know about you how could I help you if I didn't know where you were or who you were and then I had to be tested to see if my love for you was genuine and could I hold under pressure and attacks did I understand what God was trying to do where he was trying to go And I didn't know any of that when I began. Remember, I was a licensed clinical mental health counselor. Trying to help you by the ways of the world. You can't help the spirit that way. You couldn't get into your trances that way. Or understand the spiritual kingdom you were in. I had to have a spiritual mindset. Understanding and knowledge. So I began. And all that you're hearing is the results of my teaching and training from the Holy Spirit. I read books and movies. I read the Bible, wrote the Bible, because God was in a hurry to reach you through me. I was to carry him and his love to you in my voice. I was to talk to you, travel in the realm of the Spirit, move through the gifts of the Spirit. I didn't even know what they were. When I first started hearing people think. The story is I was at a college walking with somebody else, and there was uh, two or three people in front of us, and there was a man. And he was coming to a door, and he looked back at us. He said nothing with his physical mouth, but I heard him talking. And he said, I don't want to hold that door open for them. And I thought to myself, am I hearing voices? I had never heard that. His mouth did not move. So I went seeking. Was this normal? What was this? And I had to go read some stories about some other pastors who moved in the gift of discerning of spirits and could hear and see into the spirit realm. And then I saw it where it said that Christ Jesus could perceive their own, the other's thoughts. He could hear them talking within themselves. And I said, okay, if he did it, then I was supposed to do it. And this was a gift. And I was beginning to learn how to help you. But first, I thought maybe I was mentally ill, hearing voices, as you would say. And many of you do hear voices, and the mental health world it calls you mentally ill, but you're really connected to the realm of the spirit. Now, your soul has a voice. And if you are in disassociation or have multiple personalities, your soul has many voices boys, girls, animals, and your spirit as well. Mm-hmm. So I had to go find out if I had some mental health issues. I was hearing people think. But then I heard that Christ Jesus could hear thoughts as well. I said, okay, as long as he could, I was supposed to. Didn't know how it worked. I didn't know at first it was the gift of discerning of spirits. But I learned. And I'm moving that even now, more powerfully now than I did. I can look at people's physical eyes and see To the realm of the spirit. God will open up that spirit realm. Anytime he needs to. To protect me. Watch over me. And help me understand. What is really spiritually. Going on. I had many tests and attacks. Trials to take. I had to pass them. And I did. So here I am. Coming with the words. Of the light of love to you. To help you. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for this time. Of reaching out into the darkness. To reach these precious little ones. Who are crying silently. But yet you can hear them. And so can I. Many others cannot hear the cry of the spirit. They only hear the cry of the soul. But not the spirit. Both are important. And we need to hear both. And you can, Father. And one, when you change the spirit, it can bring hope and healing to the soul. Father, thank you that your great love, your agape love, is still reaching out into the darkness to reach all these precious little ones with your light of love. Father, help them to believe in you, to accept you, to realize That they have been found. And that what they've been waiting for and hoping for. Even with just thoughts. Is you. And your light of love. Father help them. To reach for you the best they know how. Even with just a thought. Even in their dreams. Their sleeps. Their trances. Even if just one part. Of their multiple personalities. Reaches for you. Father take their hand. And help them all. To be healed and delivered. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62. And their lives. Bring their spirit. Out of the confines. The miry pit of the soul. And its lust of its eyes. The lust of its flesh. And the pride of life. Give it a Hebrews 4.12. A spiritual circumcision. Put on the whole armor of God on their spirit. Be with them. Comfort them. Teach them. Train them up. Help them, Father. So that even the fear of death means nothing to them. Help them, Father. For only you can do this through your light of love. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay. This was This was video number three of The Light of Love. And we'll pick up in part number four with a story called So Many Hands. Just so many hands. And I'll see you then. Bye. Love you. With The Light of Love.